Hey there, it's Carrie. Thank you so much for joining me on this latest episode of Invisible Wounds Healing from Trauma. So this is episode 36, and in keeping with October's theme of Domestic Violence Awareness Month, what I wanted to talk to you about today was self-compassion and self-forgiveness and self-love. Whether you have had a relationship involving intimate partner or domestic violence in the past, whether you're in one currently, or whether you've just had trauma in general, this conversation fits all of those situations. It's so important that we understand, and I've talked about this before, that we don't know what we don't know. So if we were raised in an environment or grew up in an environment where we had adversity, whether we had chaotic environments, toxic or absent parents or caregivers, if we were in any situation that we were not guided and supported and had boundaries set for us and shown how to show up in the world, show up not only as ourselves, but how to show up for other people, how are we supposed to know what a healthy or a good relationship looks like or feels like? We're not going to. We're not going to know. We are going to hmm, not we are going to, what we want most for ourselves is we want to be loved and needed and heard and validated. Those are all absolutely important things that everyone needs. You know, we want to be heard and understood. And, you know, we want to have people, when we talk about things we've been through, We want to have people sit with us and be compassionate and listen and understand how we feel and how awful and hard it was and how much we've been struggling and how much we're still struggling and all perfectly reasonable things to want for ourselves. But what we need to do is we need to, for ourselves in our own hearts and souls, we need to understand that. There were things we didn't know. There were things we were not taught or shown. We don't know how to have a healthy relationship. We don't know what that looks like. So if you've been in a relationship or are currently in a relationship involving intimate partner violence, it is not your fault, not in any way, shape, or form. We love whom we love and we fall in love with whom we fall in love with. And oftentimes it feels like it's out of our control. And I know for me, when I fell in love with my abuser, it was just this instantaneous, you know, love bombing. You know, he fed all of 
my needs and wants and desires as a person, not just as a woman, well, a girl at that time, when I met him, I was 16. But he fed all of those holes inside of me that I was so desperately trying to plug up, trying to feel better, trying to find a way to, you know, to function and to be in the world. I had no idea how to do it. And, you know, they're so charming and they are so intense and passionate and You know, they shower us with all of the love and attention and, you know, all of those things that we want for ourselves. And so, of course, we're going to fall for that. Why wouldn't we? Who wouldn't? You know, it's perfectly understandable. And when we're in these relationships and things begin to happen and, you know, our partners begin to hurt us and it doesn't have to be physical. It can be controlling, it can be emotional, it can be put downs, it can be constant criticism, nitpicking, you know, criticizing you for how you look, how you act, who you are as a person. It can be, you know, cutting you off or not allowing you to work, not allowing you to have friends, not allowing you to go out and be on your own without them. I mean, it can look like a lot of different things. And so when we're in that situation, we're like, how did I get here? How did I end up in this? And how do I get out? And we're scared and we're hurt and we are absolutely confused and have no idea how to move forward or how to step out of it. And then, you know, after an incident happens, they blow up, they hurt us in whatever way they do. And then they shower us with love and, you know, they feed us little crumbs of affection and attention, just enough to keep us hooked, just enough to keep us there. It's what we live for. We're starved for it. So that give and take that they do. You know, the take is the abuse. And then the give is that shift of, I'm so sorry. I don't know what what came over me. I'll never do it again. It'll never happen again. You know, my abuser was like, I'll get help. He actually told me that he was getting help and seeking counseling and going to a counselor when I had left him. And his mother, even, and this was all over the phone. We had landline phones. This was, you know, long ago before the internet and cell phones. So his mother would even call me and talk to me and say, you know, he's going to a counselor. He's getting help. He's doing so much better. And I would go back and it was all a lie. So we want to believe what our abusers tell us. We love them for whatever reason. We love them. and. We stay stuck. We stay trapped. We just wait for those, you know, it'll blow over. It'll, you know, I'll get through it. It'll, it'll, it'll go by and, you know, then everything will be okay. I'll make it through. And it doesn't work that way. A relationship involving abuse of any sort will never be okay. It will never sort itself out. It will never be real. It will never be nurturing. It will never be healthy 
it will never, ever be good for you. And relationships are all about finding someone that, you know, shares our values and shares our our vision of the world and, you know, how how we see it. And someone who is loving and kind and caring and supportive and respectful. It is, you know, everybody has moments in a relationship of any kind. People say things out of anger. They hurt each other unintentionally. They get mad. You know, you say things that make little digs at people sometimes to get their attention. You know, it's just being human. That's what people do. You know, we are fallible. We have faults. We are not perfect. We never will be. And, you know, those are the kinds of things that happen in a regular relationship where after it happens, you can sit down with somebody and talk it through and you can say to them, you know, that really hurt me. And they can hear you and listen and they can truly acknowledge their mistake and they make changes so that it doesn't happen again. That's what happens in a healthy relationship, in an abusive relationship. They say they're going to change. They say they're going to fix things. They say they won't do it again. And that is a lie. It is It is just a lie. It is not the truth. They don't see that they even have a problem. They don't think they have a problem at all. They think you're the problem, no matter what they say. And abuse of any kind that is meant to purposefully hurt or control us is not okay. So if we don't know what healthy relationships look like, we're not going to know, you know, people call them red flags or signs. We're not going to know that. We're not going to see it. You know, we're not going to know until we're in it and we realize that there's a problem. So, you know, I talk about too, I talk about, you know, leaving and leaving safely and safety planning, which is super, super important. Leaving is a very dangerous time for those of us trying to get out of a relationship. Um, but but when we understand that, you know, we we didn't know things, we weren't taught things, we weren't taught boundaries. We have to be able to forgive ourselves and not be hard on ourselves and not self-blame and self-shame. And if you're in a in a relationship with with an abusive person, that's very difficult to do because you are constantly being told that you are no good, you are not good enough, you are not worth enough, you are not worthy as a person, you're not valuable as a human. And it's very, very difficult for us to be able to reach inside and find that compassion for ourselves. It's something you have to work at. But as I said, if you're in a relationship now and this is happening, please, please, please reach out to me. You can reach out to me on my website, any of my social media pages. My email is all lowercase. It's K-E-R-R-I-W-A-L-K-E-R, the numbers four and three, 
at gmail.com. You can call the National Domestic Violence Hotline 24-7 at 1-800-799-7233 for safety planning and help and resources. You can call your local domestic violence shelter and talk to them. Um, Somebody will safety plan with you. You can find out about, you know, their process for intake. You know, if you need to come in in an emergency, what do you do? But again, being kind to ourselves and being understanding of who we are and what happened to us or what is currently happening to us is so, so important. I can't stress it enough. And you need, no matter what, you need to take care of you. You need to be safe. And you deserve to have a relationship where someone who says they loves you doesn't hurt you, doesn't abuse you, doesn't put you down, doesn't criticize you. You know, love, healthy love is supportive and fun and easy and a partnership, an equal partnership, an equal give and take. That's where it starts. So please, again, if you need help, reach out. I'm here. Call the hotline. Call your local 211 community resource number, local domestic violence shelter. Please be safe. Please take extra good, good care of yourself. And we'll talk soon.